Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, the media monkeys and the junket junkies invite you to the plastic pantomime. Oh, I see. So now I'm an outsider. Nobody's online. Media Outsiders. Let's broaden our minds. Rock and roll. Showtime. Uh-oh. Come open this again. What you got? Welcome to the Media Outsiders, a look at media from the outsider's point of view. If you want to be on the show, call 724-898-2110. Now, here's your host, Logan. Great host, you say? Then I'm Logan. Well, it's Sunday night, so that means it's time for the show heard coast to coast, nation to nation, entertainment unleashed, and that's the Media Outsiders. I'm your host, Logan, and the Media Outsiders is recorded live every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central Time. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to join the show, the number is 724-898-2110. You can also log in for free at our chat room, www.tinyurl.com forward slash media outsiders. And I, I'm losing my voice here. Do I sound uh, a little hoarse, guys? Oh, nay. For a sec. <laughs> no, there, I took that, that neighing time so I can clear my, my throat a little bit. So maybe that'll help. Yeah, I can't resist a good straight line. Yep, thank you very much. <laughs> You're so welcome. Well, if you also, if you listen to our downloads, be sure to check out our official website, MediaOutsiders.com. Here you'll find a lot of our past episodes. You'll find some, find some video game reviews, pictures of cast members, a bunch of other stuff, MediaOutsiders.com. Well, now is the time we call our 10-second spotlight. We talk to our callers, see what's been going on this past week, find out uh, what they're drinking, all in 10 seconds or a little bit more. And uh, yesterday I had a very harrowing time. I was surrounded by little children. Uh-oh. Yep. Nom, nom, nom. Yep, <clears throat> I, I went to a birthday party for a seven-year-old. Look, I, I realize that's one of the qualifications for the priesthood, but i, I got to advise against it. Listen now. I'm going to take offense to that comment. <laughs> are you suggesting that uh, birthday parties for seven-year-olds are not the best part, way to find underage boys? <laughs> I'm suggesting that that's not a normal pastime of the priesthood. <laughs> uh, well, it's probably the least destructive of their hobbies, so we'll let it go this time. But yesterday was the geek goddess's daughter's birthday, so I had to go take a little gift over. and uh, What? What do you mean, what? Why are you having contact with the geek goddess? Well, I still have contact with her. And it, hmm. any, anything that might have happened is not should not be uh, affect the seven year old. So, 
I'm now I'm just all curious and stuff, but I don't want to hear the details of your personal life, just your suffering. <laughs> well, the suffering was little kids running around being noisy, spilling spilling drinks, stuff like that in an apartment complex. <laughs> so <laughs> figure it oh, out. Yeah, that about Better you than me. <laughs> yeah. So and watching shows that little kids like to watch on Netflix. I watched enough of some hybrid Alice in Wonderland type movie, cartoon movie that I never want to hear the name Wonderland again. Oh. But uh, other than that, it's been a uh, an interesting week, and uh, I get to get out tomorrow and try to relax a little bit. And I've got Diet Coke in the ever-present cup. So... Let's introduce our co-host Emeritus, who has been away for a while, and he can tell us a little bit about what he's been doing, and then i got to tell him about a plan that we have to help the media outsiders, and to name him oh, as, no. a, as a savior. Squid? I, I really don't like how that sounds. No, no, I'm not, not, not co-host Emeritus, I'm just like this dude. I'm just like this dude who, who brings the whole room together, you know, like a carpet. I'm the carpet. That's, that's what I am. Uh, hi guys, I'm back from hell, uh, multiple kinds of hell. Uh, part of it was Dragon Con, as we all know, that is one solid week of hell. But I did get to give a John Galt speech there, and then uh, was off to California for a bit, and that's a completely different kind of. Oh my God, I'm sunburned everywhere. Hell, no, not there. I know what you're thinking, Scottish Pearl. Not I, there. I'll stop thinking. I know. No, you can imagine all you want. But the, you really need a napkin for that drool. Just okay. Just cool. Thanks. Uh, otherwise, no. I, that's all I've been doing. I, I went out. Uh, went to to hang out with some people that Pi knows in California. I'm like, Psh, I have no interest in California, so I'll go with you, because I'm the only one that had been on a plane before. She'd never flown before. And she, how did that she go? made me very proud. No. She did not freak out. I fully expected her to freak out like. You know, nightmare at forty thousand feet. But no, no, she was cool. She was cool about the whole thing. A little irritable, but you know, can't smoke on an airplane or an airport. So, I understand. Uh, we got to California, and then I was like, "All right, this is your show." And then it's just like, "All right, we need to go to L.A. once." And I'm like, "I hate L.A. God, I hate L.A. Because I seriously, I despise it. But it does have one awesome restaurant that if you are in the area, if you're even thinking about being near L.A., you should go to. That's uh, Musso and Frank's. It's a beautiful restaurant uh, full of old, rich, white people and celebrities. Uh, it's also been there since 1919, which makes it the oldest restaurant in L.A., and it, it's fantastic. Uh, the food is incredible, and you will pay out the butt for it. And I don't mean that like you're going to have diarrhea later. I mean, literally, your wallet had best be tucked away because it's, it's pricey. $17 for a, uh, a like a French dip sandwich. Totally. Delicious? Yes. Worth $17? No. Don't care. Fantastic. Musso and Franks. Gets the highest level of endorsement. So did that. Some gambling and uh, hanging out with bikers in the high desert. And then I came back here to you guys, where um, I can uh, look at you with one bulgy eye and my like all, all my disgusting sunburn. Well, 
and I mean, Scottish Pearl can testify. We talked about this before while you were in the show. Of course, I pay attention to your Google Plus and your, your Facebook. I hope so, because no, somebody's got to. You are the one. <laughs> not many people can actually go to California to the desert and bring rain. This is true. Day one, I'm in California in the high desert where they've been like a horrid drought. I'm like, you know what? It's going to rain. They're like, what? I said, it's going to rain. How do you know? Because I'm here. Sure enough, three hours later, cloud formation moves in across the mountains into the middle of this little... If you look at the map of Hesperia, California, you'll see it sits in this valley between basically a U-shaped indentation in the mountains. It's like, oh, what's that cloud doing? It's going to come rain. Like, why? Because I'm here. (laughs) Sure enough. And I mean, I had mentioned on air... People die. It was fantastic. (laughs) I mentioned on the air that we should rent you out to various cities around California, let you go there for a day, they can give all the proceeds to the media outsiders, and it will the rain will follow you, and we can rent our, our own Squid Lord rain machine. That's, that's a great idea. And you'd be and in favor of California? It. Yes. I it's surprising that they let him leave. I No, no, they pretty much said, get the hell out. By the time <laughs> I was like, dude, you're, um, you're a little too conservative for us. I'll just, oh, just put that true. down and walk away. And take my rain with me later. Yeah, well, you know, I went back to Atlanta where the weather is humid and my eyes don't feel like sandpaper after 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could just I could just hear it now. I'm going to take my rain and go home. Just like That's right. <laughs> I'm taking my rain. I'm going home. That's what I'm doing. Bye. <laughs> well, welcome back. Why, thank you. Next up, we have Rick Wall. Hello, Rick. Hello. Anything going on? Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, kind of a lousy week all around. Uh, my light, you know. Yeah. Ending up with uh, tonight. Well, I hope not, but anyway. Seems oh. like I'm... Getting dumped on all the time. Uh, Wait, come a little closer. I need you to move left. Just, I need you under the shaft. Don't ask what's coming down the shaft. Just, just move left a little. Ah, perfect. <laughs> all right, bring up the dump. Come on, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> um, I'm, Rick, what's the most exciting thing you've seen in the last week? Most exciting thing I've seen in the last week. Um, <laughs> not much, to be honest. Make up something. It's a great opportunity. There you go. Make it up. The mistress in a sewer. There you go. This chick threw herself at him. I saw her do it. She had her top open, was screaming, and she was like, "Oh my God, Rick!" And I just, I couldn't believe my, I couldn't believe his luck. I wanted to be him. That's right. Now wait, there. Wait, are you bringing back Californians again? Did you, did you sneak uh, back with you? Yes, yes. They they were glad to see him go. It was L.A. There are only three thousand real people in L.A. The rest are bad special effects <laughs> or plastic. 
That, well, that's how I guess that's half of the remaining special effects. Actually, that's <laughs> now that I think about it, that's half of what makes up the real people. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, getting aggravated at myself trying to do this book and translate my chicken scratch and yeah. Okay. So that's what my week's been like. Mm. Well, let's talk to someone who's had a little bit better luck, hopefully with a book. Scottish Pearl. Yes, I did have better luck. I managed to write 20,000 words in two days to get my story in 10 minutes before the deadline for the Harlequin contest. So fingers crossed that I can make it through. Um, and I also got to watch the live-action Cinderella, finally, with my daughter, and it was beautiful. So beautiful. I loved it so much. That was actually um, one of the uh, gifts that that uh, Little Geek Goddesses got yesterday for a gift. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The costumes are just beautiful. I just wanted to, like, live in that world. It was so beautiful. Um, and and been, I don't know about anybody else. And on, on church? On Yes. <laughs> um, and I don't know about anyone else, but the supermoon thing is actually freaking me out. So I'm preparing for the zombie apocalypse. That's where I'll be when the show's over. And I'm enjoying a wild cherry Pepsi. Okay. Well, we have in our chat room, we have guest four, who's speaking of zombies. Uh, he's skulking around Seattle right now, listening to a giant zombie growl b- below him. That he's playing Unturned, which had a major update over the last couple of weeks, and he's been enjoying the hell out of that thing. We have guest number nine joining us, and guest nine, if you want to maybe type into the chat room, let us know if we know you at all, stuff like that. It or might we can be just someone, make up stuff about you. That's well, fine it too. might be someone who said he's going to try to listen to the show coming in from the server that I play on for Ark Survival Evolved. So, and Apocalypse Rex has joined us here. So, welcome everybody. Uh, Scottish Pro, do we have that public service announcement research done? Are there any missing escorts in California? Yes, there are two missing escorts. They have uh, sucker wounds and slap marks, so I'm fairly certain that we know who the culprit was. Squid Lord, that's not necessarily true. Are the sucker wounds on the inside of the vaginal wall at the top? They're all over, including there. Oh, well, that was totally me then, yeah. <laughs> but only two, so that's that's an improvement over your last trip someplace. Well, you oh, know, I, look, I was under a lot of surveillance this time, all right? <laughs> I can only get out so much. Well, there, there's a reason why. I mean, because he's out in the desert with open sun everywhere. There's not much shade for him to hide in. Oh, my God. It That's was so, true. Oh, my God. I love Joshua trees, but Jesus, guys, turn off the sun. <laughs> so, okay, but ladies and gentlemen, we know where to call in if you do want to make that anonymous tip. Uh, all reward money goes to the media outsiders. So <laughs> That's right. Well, let's look at the box office this week, and the box office is a little bit disappointing for me. Just not a whole lot exciting out there. Yeah, it's not so impressive. Next week, this coming Friday, I'm excited. There's actually two movies I want to see. I may go back-to-back Friday and Saturday for movies. We'll talk about that in a moment, but 
Opening this weekend, Hotel Transylvania 2, $47.5 million. That's a good showing. It was a good movie the first time. That's a pretty good take, especially given the box office takes that we've seen lately. That's right, and there's no budget listed. So, number two, Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro in The Intern, 18.2, opening weekend, no budget listed. You know what's sad about that being only 18.2? It looks like it would be a fun movie. Pi wants to see it. I'm kind of intrigued myself. I, I'm I want to see it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it myself, too. Number three, Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials. $14 million, 51.6 domestic, $61 million budget, second week out. So, yeah. And as people, if you listen to last week's show, I reviewed that that one there, and uh, I, I didn't care for it much. I gave it, I think, a 5 out of 10. So, But it has Peter Baelish in it, and that's about the best thing we can say about it. Little, little fingers in it, so... Well, I mean, yep. Barry Pepper, who's normally quite good in most, what, most of what he does, he's, he was in it, too. So, uh, number four is the movie that I did go see this past weekend, Everest. $13 million, uh, 23.1 domestic, second week out, $55 million budget. And number five is the Johnny Depp film, Black Mass, $11.5 million, 42.6 domestic, $53 million budget, second week out. I kind of want to see that movie, but only because I really love mafia movies. I mean, you know, Casino, Goodfellas, that kind of thing. Whitney Boulder, right in there, and I'm 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 down. Actually, I'm I'm willing to forgive uh, if if it's if it's willing to deliver, and and apparently it does. The reviews suggest good things, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And other than that, not a whole lot out there to talk about for the bottom half of the top ten. Mission uh-huh. Impossible: Rogue Nation is still in the top twenty. That's how yes. bad it is. <laughs> uh, minions. Great film, but it's still in the top 20. Jurassic World, for the love of God. 16 weeks out. It's number 20. There's just nothing coming out. That's, there, there really isn't. And the stuff that is coming out is just not very good. Well, the, the one that's coming out Friday, the main one, we've talked about this in the past couple of weeks, The Martian. Coming out Friday. Yeah. And yeah. I, I am I am excited about that. I might even go to the Thursday night opening for it. Ooh. Really? That's a bold decision. That is. Yeah, I mean, I've read the book a number of times. I, I love the book. All the reviews for this so far are saying it's almost spot on with the book. Of course, the main concern of the book, and I don't know who's read it. Squid, have you read The Martian? Nope. By, I've, I've heard good things about it, but I have not read it. The, the key thing in The Martian is a lot of it is as if we are reading his diary. He's writing to you for each log entry. That's and a classic, uh, yeah. classic novelization conceit. I'm okay with but, that. But, of course, that's hard to make into a film. But they're doing it this way where they're, they're going to keep all that, but as video blog entries. So, I mean, they... Uh, Ridley Scott is the director. He adapted it, and they said it works perfectly for it. 
the only, there's been only one complaint I've seen about the entire film. And it was such a small scene that I really don't care if they didn't. In the book, he actually develops a way of making a bathtub for a warm bath. And they say they don't show the bathtub scene. And if that's the one thing they're going to not show, then I, I don't care one bit. Yeah, I think I can I can live with that. Uh, it's it's okay. Um, yeah. <sighs> Randall <laughs> Thor says, yep, "Damn it, that ruins the movie." Then yeah, that, that, Randall ruined. Thor is out. That's it. That's all right. Look, if you want to see uh, Wahlberg's butt naked, I think we can probably negotiate with him personally, Un- and we'll just get him to reenact that scene for us. Well, actually, it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Sorry, I had to set you up for that one. <laughs> but who can tell him apart? And Apocalypsis Rex says, I'm not going to wait for Ghettoplex. I'll see the Martian at the Big the big Girl Theater on Friday night. So Thursday night. Or Thursday, Thursday night. night. That's Thursday. a bold statement. I, I think I'm out on that one. I just, I just don't see any reason to see it. Well, Rand, Rand is kind of like, he's, just, afraid, he's afraid we blew the whole movie for him. Well, I mean, I'll yeah. really blow the movie for him. Sorry, Rand, the, the 12th Doctor's in it, too, starring. I mean, so, I mean, you won't want to go see it. He, he pops in the TARDIS, <laughs> Waters of Mars type. He, TARDIS lands there and runs away, doesn't bring Damon back what? with him. Uh, I, I realize that hard sci-fi is one of those things that only I am interested in these days. It's okay. They can make a movie just for me. I'm down. Oh, and as long as it's not written by Moffat. High well, five, oh, bro. High oh, five. Look at that. I, I, I'm looking right now. Screen written by Stephen Moffat. Oh, oh well. Sorry, Rand. Oh, Can't burn it. this one. Oh, uh, that leaves two of us out. That leaves two of us out. Burn it. None of us. None of us are going to watch it now. It's crap. I'll Stephen watch it. Moffat. Oh, Those wait, are dear wait, for me. Wait, wait a minute. The tenth Doctor just went back in time and readjusted the. The alternate universe, we're back on track for a good movie. Okay, you can go see it, Rand. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was worried for a moment there. It's okay. Got, got to leave it for the Tenth Doctor to fix things. Yeah, well, he's the best. That's right. So, <laughs> is that Tenant? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you then. But yes, I am. Yeah. I am extremely excited for The Martian, and the other one actually, I'm. I'm pretty hyped up looking at the trailers and everything. Is the walk? Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the uh, the French tightrope walker, who back in 1970 he did a tightrope walk between the World Trade Center towers. I love the fact that they get the visual aesthetic right from all the trailers, and you know what? It's it's a it's a good setting for uh, for for getting an, an audience. But here's the truth. I'm I'm just really not sold on the premise. It's not for me though. It's not for me. It's it's a tightly written character study with these people and and this guy and his near obsession. And I understand that. I get it. It's just not for me. Well, Squid. I mean, we we talked to the screenwriters for that film too. And just for you, they did some shots of him staring down the blouses of some of the escorts watching down below. (laughs) But he doesn't have tentacles long enough to reach them from the wire. But he does have the pole, and you can decide which pole we're talking about. You know, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to let it go. But since you are, I was going to let it go. Yeah, back it up. Well, we're we're catching up in three weeks of you being gone. 
He's only got three Logan, points. You have balance. nobody to blame about the ratings but you right now. Yep. No I'm problem. Innocent. I'm the senior support rep, so <laughs> that helps. You're going to have to ban yourself. That's going to be very embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> Media Outsiders, you're banned. Squid has to take over. Oh, God, no. What was I thinking? Stop, Squid. You just screwed yourself. Oh, nice job breaking it, Hero. Oh, God. All right. So this show is now going to be about uh, tentacle rape and lust. shit up. And blowing shit up left and right. That is our that is our new... Fu- Who am I kidding? Get, get, Bruce, get back in here. Get get, get in here. See to, take, take this see thing off my hand. It, uh, oh, what's the old saying? See to it, fancy lad? Fancy lad, yes. <laughs> Ah, oh, get 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 back in here. Sit down. Sit sit down. Do your show. And, and Rex says those escorts never look like their picture on Craigslist. I wouldn't. <laughs> Not when I'm done with them. No. <laughs> they look better. Well, you know, there's something else that actually should be banned, and that is the the ones who are planning a movie reboot. Oh, it's, man. Come, it's come out this week that they are rebooting or planning on rebooting Men in Black without Will Smith. <sighs> no, 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 no. Why does it have to be a reboot? Why can't it just be a continuation? And it's okay yeah. if the originals aren't in it. It's just a continuation of the story. Like, the next generation. Why does that have to be a reboot? Or, why can't it just be a different office? I mean, you know, it's uh-huh. not like they... Oh, yes. I mean, come on, guys. Somewhere other than New York, like, you know... Well, okay, but not I, LA. I, I would do this. Yeah. And, I mean, if they go along with this idea, then maybe I could go with it. Go back and tell some of the early stories of Agent K with Josh Brolin, since he did a fantastic job playing I, him in he, Men yeah. in He did. He did. But you know what? There's plenty of other stories with mm-hmm. other characters out there. Show us the Vancouver branch, not L.A., the Vancouver branch. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah, Show yeah. us the you know Austin, Texas branch. Imagine the fun you could have there. Just I don't know the Russian, uh, the Russian little little uh, Siberian branch, right? Oh, that that would be fun. Or uh, the Ukrainian branch, if you want to be political for fun. <laughs> so yeah, there's, yeah. there's plenty of stories there's to be told there, guys. Besides scrubbing the past and starting over, you don't. I don't get this well, reboot it, madness in Hollywood. Knock it off, Hollywood. Correct, Knock it off. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I vaguely remember in the first movie. When they were uh, showing, they were showing Jay all the different people, and we saw the different celebrities who were aliens, Michael Jackson, stuff like that. Oh right? yeah, was yeah. it was it Queen Elizabeth an alien? So I mean, there there you go. That's a bunch of stories right there. The uh, but we've already done we've already done Kingsman. Man, you're right. You're right. Which could be <laughs> maybe, maybe they're a branch of the Men in Black. You know, well, some sort of weird tie-in. I oh, that would be good. Yeah. Well, because remember the royal family and the wolf creatures from Kenneth's era. That is that is true. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I would love hmm. to revisit that story. Let's not revisit any stories. How about that? <laughs> Let's just resolve right now to only do original stories, oh, even if it's so in the same There's nothing original setting. under the sun. There is nothing uh, original. It's you have, have no imagination. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, there are totally <laughs> original things in there. I would like to direct you to the state I left those hookers in. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's okay. not original. You've done that like ten times before. Yeah, really. And it keeps getting 
better every time. That's right. I learn. Watch Criminal Minds. They'll tell you all about it. I learn. Well, I'm, you know, I'm actually now. You were in Vegas, or were we? I was not in Vegas. I would, I probably would have enjoyed Vegas, but no, I was in Laughlin. Okay, Laughlin. Because I was going to say that in the background, silently, and I'm not. I don't watch the show as CSI Las Vegas, the uh, the series finale. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe there's a there's a sneak appearance of Squidlord as a criminal on here. You got to just watch me walking through the frame at random times. Like just, just a little snip. Slithering the by. The Squidward episode was too disturbing. They couldn't show it. <laughs> That's right. It was the band one. <laughs> it was the band one. They shot the whole thing. Then the director had a nervous breakdown. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the story. We're going to stick to it. See, that's an original story based on someone else's IP that is not a reimagining or a reboot. Damn it, Hollywood, wow. call us. <laughs> well, you know, and really, I finally realized that you have a couple of brothers. Or maybe they're clones. I don't know. <laughs> Undoubtedly, uh, government unsponsored clones. But Kang, yeah. Kang from The Simpsons. Kang. I sit there and I keep on thinking that those two aliens must be related to you somehow. I mean, we've met, we've hung out, we had a we had a nice steak at a you know decent place. I'm not saying it was Frank Mosa's, but it was good. <laughs> that, that's your redneck cousins, right? I, you redneck. know, uh, my redneck cousin, greenneck cousin. Come on now, they don't sound like this at all. I mean, I remember my cousins, and when they came to Earth, they started burrowed up. They didn't land from no spaceships. What's wrong with you? See, they'd sound like that. That's not good. Okay. Well, Squid, do you know of any good game deals going on right now? Or any game? Uh, there, there are actually some really good bundles going on on Humble Bundle and Indie Gala, but frankly, anybody that cares has already gone and noticed that. I mean, like, seriously good stuff, like 80% off Europa Universalis 4. You don't care. Uh, I don't care, because, you know, anything good I've already got. I will mention that two new war games, physical kind of miniatures games, RPG-esque stuff, came out over the last month. Both of them from two-hour war games with different subjects. First one is, and this one is probably the one that will get people excited, so I'm going to open with it, is, uh, where did I put it? High Moon Dead Reckoning. That sounds weird. High Moon Dead Reckoning. It's a Western horror game. <laughs> now, if you ever wanted to play a vampire gunslinger, this is the yes. game. You, you feeling it? You, you, you understand? I am I, feeling that. I know. It's it's got vampires, zombies, witches, ah. uh cattle rustlers. I mean, everything I love. It's got everything in one spot and it's western and frankly we've had entirely too few western games. Yes. Uh-huh. I love westerns. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Uh as well two hour war games just before I left town, which means I had to read it on the plane, put out fifty one fifty no quarter, which is the mecha combat sub-game for the 5150 series. So now we've got infantry combat, we've got tank combat, we've got mecha combat, we've got everything from an individual to a battalion. We've got Star Navy, Star Army, we've got Fighter Command. The next step, I think, is writing the book on uh, invading entire solar systems. Actually, that's not true. The next book is called Fringe Space, and it will be about 
being basically a it'll be like a reboot of Traveler for 5150 where you own a ship and you go from planet to planet getting in trouble making some deals, selling and buying cargo, and basically pretending you are in Firefly. Which was a fun game. You, you, want, you want to play, don't you? you? You would never play an RPG, but Scottish Pearl's like, oh, if I could just play on a character that's like from Firefly, that would I be awesome. I just want to be on Serenity. <laughs> I, you know, might, might have your hookup. Uh, that's supposed to come out next month. Yeah. Uh, so... Two games from Two Hour War Games. It's like twohourwargames.com. Just go over it. Just Google. You don't need me to tell you where to find stuff. Just Google it. Um, if you're not into that, uh, what else came out? Uh, the Hot Equations was a book I read while I was on the plane. I read a lot of books on the plane. It's five hours out of California and five hours back. I read a lot. Uh, the Hot Equations by Ken Burnside. No no irony there. It's a book on thermodynamics and military science fiction. <laughs> I'm I'm reading this book, and I'm like leaning over to Pi and showing her a page, and I'm like, this is stuff I read for fun. She's like, you like math. I'm like, no, I hate math. <laughs> but yeah, discussion of thermodynamics and space combat. It, it was nominated for Hugo this year, so it was actually a pretty good read. Uh, video game-wise, aside from the bundles, which you guys all know about and can go find for yourself, I've been playing a lot of Medieval Engineers, which I wrote a, a micro-review of its current state um, in the last week, Yep. which you should check out. And I watched... Now, this, is, this isn't even playing. I watched a tournament in support of... Able Gamers uh, 2015. If you don't know what Able Gamers is, it's a group which is devoted to improving the ability of people with disabilities to play video games. For ironic reasons, I find it perfectly okay. Uh, There was a Planetary Annihilation Titans tournament that was run in a way I've never seen before. Imagine, if you will, a real-time strategy game tournament where the viewers, people watching it live on Twitch, people like you, could donate money to drop units and items and objects and buildings to the players. It's Keep like a Hunger mind, Games. Sort of, yes. Yes, very much like that. Except, imagine the Hunger Games if for 50 bucks you could drop them a unit that would literally destroy the planet in three minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is a game called Planetary Annihilation, after all. It was hilarious. Completely unbalanced. It was not intended to be a serious tournament. It was intended to be something that you could watch and have a great time with. And it was sweet. So I want to encourage everybody to go check out Able Gamers and check out Uber Entertainment's Twitch channel where I believe they've actually got it archived. You could watch the whole thing. It's it's a few hours. You know, it's an afternoon if you want to just put something on in the background while you do some other stuff. It's hilarious and wonderful and and honestly if you do not already own Planetary Annihilation, what the hell's wrong with you? It's a great real-time strategy game. Also, you can smash moons into other planets. You can turn entire planets into focused laser arrays. And you can make giant robots that stomp around and destroy other giant robots. Yeah. Oh, and spaceships. 
and UFOs. It's it's a great game. And Titans, the new version, just adds more crazy. So check it out. That would probably be my game endorsement for the week because I am insane. Yes, now I am still playing Ark Survival Evolved. And I mentioned we had Squid on the, on the uh, tribe about a month ago, right, Squid? We did, we did. And what did you think of the main base? I was pretty impressed, actually. It It's a pretty serious construct. And it's probably going to be wiped out this weekend. Really? Yep. They are doing one of their, their big updates, and they are adding two new biomes, a swamp biome and a snow biome. Now, mm-hmm. for those who are not familiar with this, this is, all takes place on a medium-sized highland, different... It's a multiplayer game. People are there. They get they can make tribes. You set up your bases, and we're southern part of the the uh, the island. And it turns out we are right in the middle of the swamp zone, the swamp biome. Oh, yes. And they said pretty much anything that's in these biomes are going to be completely wiped out. You know, I, every once in a while that just needs to happen on a game like Ark. It's just. One of those things. Yep. Well, I mean, unfortunately, with now, I mean, we you do have a number of little accelerary bases, and I think I brought you to my home that I had that's a little yep. bit further out. Uh, so I've been moving valuable stuff over there to be safe, and so I believe I believe we're on the verge, though Keen Software has not announced it yet. I believe we're on the verge of a serious upgrade patch for space engineers. They've spent the last month and a half doing refinement and bug fixing and optimization, all that stuff. Uh, I believe we're right on the cusp of having some new objects and maybe even some new gameplay architecture coming into play. And it's going to be, if if the hidden objects, the stuff that wasn't made public in the last patch... That that that's yet in the patch. It's in the code. It's on the on the disc. But they didn't mention it in the release notes. If that stuff plays out like it looks like it's going to play, we're going to have hydrogen fueled things. We're going to have all sorts of weird stuff. I think we're getting ready for planets yeah, in space engineers. They've been talking about maybe getting planets in there. So oh, they've said that's what they're working on. That's the big thing behind the behind the hood right now. I think we're getting really close. Maybe the next update. So if so, high five, bro. High five. We're going to be playing some more Space Engineers again. I think it's uh, about time you, we need to do another live video. Maybe so. If anyone is interested in Space Engineers or just thinks they might want to see something cool, Direwolf20, who we've talked about in the past in terms of Minecraft, he put together a big Minecraft mod pack and has done a huge set of Minecraft Let's Plays. Mm-hmm. He recently, like two weeks ago, started a Space Engineers Let's Play. And if you have just been curious about what goes on in Space Engineers, what survival is like, what sort of thing you can do, check out his video. I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you up front. He's not a very good engineer. (laughs) But that aside, you know, he does a good job of putting on an entertaining and educational show about a game in the course of a Let's Play. So check it out. 
he's not to everybody's taste in terms of presentation. We know that's true. But I think you might be entertained. And you know what? If it gets you into space engineers, thumbs up. Happy days. Okay. Uh, let me ask you. There's supposed to be a game coming out. I believe it's supposed to be on the consoles and PC. It's a space game where you do exploration, and they say it's supposed to be the biggest universe ever done in the game. You mean we, No we, Man's Sky? Yeah, yes, that's the name of it. Is there any news on that? The only news. Um, there's been some actual play of it at GBX and things, but the last big news that we had was that it was, in fact, verified and guaranteed to be coming out on the PC. Previously, there was some question as to whether it was going to come out on anything other than the PS4. But it has been announced for the PC. The developer is a really nice guy, really good at what he does, and really doesn't like being a public figure. Um, and that's cool. That's fine. Not everybody has to be into that. But he's he's been, you know, he plays his cards close to the chest when it comes to No Man's Sky. I'm excited for No Man's Sky. I'll be picking that up as soon, maybe even in pre-order. I may balls it and just say, yeah, give it to me. I'll, I'll give you that money. And that's becoming so increasingly rare. That's a bold statement. But he's, he's a, a really interesting developer. And if you look at the interviews that he's given in the last couple of, of game design conferences, he knows what he's doing. He's got some really interesting gameplay ideas. But nothing in the last few weeks has really been new on that, which is nothing new. I mean, they have bursts of news for that game. So we'll see. I'm excited about it, though. I will play that game. That'll be a great game, well, even I'm, though it is technically single-player. I'm looking forward to it, too, and uh, we'll look and see what happens. So, Cool, cool. All right. Well... We don't want to do this show too long tonight, so we do have a movie review. And, uh, yeah. And like I said, I went and I saw Everest this week. To be honest, I really wasn't in the mood to go see Hotel Transylvania. didn't want to go fight the little kids. Mm-hmm. So I went and saw Everest. Based on a true life, the encounter, the, uh, the 1996 Mount Everest disaster. And uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you haven't heard about it, there's going to be some spoilers. People died. So hint: the mountain still is there. Yes, Mount Everest's uh, thirty uh, expedition crews zero. <laughs> well, actually, no, uh, because some did, some did make it up there and and back, yeah. but. Uh, it talks about a bunch of different teams that are now going out there commercially, taking people up to the top, and they get hit by a freak rogue storm while they're reaching the summit. And it stars, it stars <coughs> some, some pretty big-name actors out there. Uh, Jason Clark is one of the main people playing Rob Hall, who is a New, Ze- New Zealander expedition group leader. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Josh Brolin. Sam Worthington, Robin White, right. So those are the, uh, the big names. Kira Knightley's in it too, as a stay-home pregnant mother. For some reason, I guess pregnant pregnant women don't want to climb mountains. 
You know, I'm totally okay with that. I can understand that, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but it was a a very entertaining movie. When When I watched the trailers before in the theaters, I never really thought, well, this isn't something that really interests me. I'm not going to go see it. And it was basically to the point that, well, do I go see, like I said, Hotel Transylvania 2 or see this movie and this movie won out, which is, I'm, I'm glad it did because we actually had two school buses show up for Transylvania. Of course you did. So, this disaster film, something interesting happened for once. No, that's that's not possible. Yes, it was the first time in months that I didn't have to whip out an idiot magnet card. I, <laughs> there okay, was, there was about fine. forty people in the theater, and ninety nine percent of them were actually respectful, quiet. There was one guy who was at different times having to explain something to their partner who I think was mildly mentally retarded, so I mean I wasn't gonna push that, but and they I weren't they weren't sitting fine. behind me. I mean they were much further up, so I mean for once in the first time in a long time I've actually had a a fairly enjoyable time at the movie theaters without someone kicking my They're- seat or Stuff like that. They're clearly setting you up for a fall, bro. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, for the for the Martian, I'm. They're going to terrorize me. Oh, oh, yeah. You're you're screwed. Just don't even go. I, well, I just I might whip out the taser, bring the taser gun with me, and we'll take care of it that way. That's that's probably a good plan. I like it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll wear the rubber sole rubber sole shoes, and that way I'll just I'll tase my seat. So whenever someone kicks me, they get the jolt. <laughs> I'm not saying that there's another word for that, but there's some vibration involved. But this this movie here, like I said, it did turn out to be quite interesting. Um, I I really I remember the incident back in '96, but I I didn't keep up with it, so I couldn't remember how many people died and stuff like that. And some people I was hoping would make it through the movie did not. One that I was hoping would die did not. Did. Well, he did, but he came back to life. So. What? <laughs> I, no, he no, regenerated. Don't ask, don't ask. Just put your hands behind your head. Uh, just just walk away. Walk away. They they left one for dead because they thought he was dead. And he actually just, survived just the don't night. Just don't tell me. Don't, don't tell us that. We don't want to know. I won't tell you who. But. You and your spoiler. How many people could it be? You're watching the show. Oh, we think that guy's lost. Well, maybe maybe some powers from another character he plays has has helped him out. Maybe he, all this regeneration stuff. Well, no, maybe he had a certain gauntlet on his hand. So. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> I'm just just gonna just shake everybody my head. turn your back on Logan. Just turn your back on him. I I did that years ago. <laughs> mm. But the problem is he keeps turning around. That's the other. 
<laughs> you had to stop. No, no, it, back to him. No, no, no. I, I just don't put enough objects between my lower torso and him, and I have to keep dodging aside every time I turn my back. Oh. A little awkward. And God forbid I drop anything. <laughs> well, I'm not mean, really. That. We're not touching that. It, it's kind of interesting <laughs> because when you're talking about a real life incident. I mean, really, you can't really say we're going to have a spoiler free. Just like Titanic, like Rand says, or Gus Four <laughs> says, the ship sank. The the boat sinks. Yeah. And people die. So, I mean. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that? Yeah, you're totally okay with telling people. In a movie, people die. Hands in the air. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, hard, I'm, having or, tr- I'm having trouble getting outraged. Or here, here's another spoiler for a different film I'm going to tell you about. The walk, the man walks on a tightrope. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> between buildings. Between, between really the World high. Trade Center, yes. Yeah. I wasn't going to be that specific, you see. I was leaving it vague. Which, I mean, so far, some, a lot of the reviews about this one are placing it pretty high up there, like the cinematic appeal of it and seeing the World Trade Center and stuff like that. So, hey, Here's the question. Here's the really big question for okay. that movie. Is it in 3D? I, you know, I don't remember. I, I know it's in IMAX, and I'm actually thinking... Because I, if I there was ever a movie... For the IMAX theater, for the walk. If ever there was a movie that needed to be in 3D... It's the walk. Well, let's find out here because I have Wikipedia up. I'm just saying. It's just like if they did not put this in 3D, it is a sign that Hollywood has finally broken their addiction. IMAX 3D. Yep. And regular. Oh, 3D. there you go. All right. I kind of I kind of would like to see it in IMAX 3D just for the – I want to see how many people vomit the first time we look over the edge of a, of a, of a building. At 110 stories. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's pretty fun. What was kind of interesting, because I've watched on, um, on Netflix, there's actually a documentary where they interviewed the guy, and he talks in detail about going up there and doing it. I watched that a number of years back. And even that doc- documentary can be a little unnerving. Hmm. So... I was in the World Trade Center once. A friend of mine was standing near the window. I was by the wall. He said, (laughs) Rick, come on over. It's all right. You got the window there. I go, no, no, I can see everything fine from here. Thanks a lot. Funnily enough, this was the first time that Rick discovered his sphincter could operate as a suction cup. (laughs) I'm not moving. I'm fine. I'm fine over here. Thanks. Yep. I, I understand. And by the way, that documentary, if you care to watch it, is Man on Wire. Mm. So, I've always, I, I probably would have gone up the World Trade Center if it was still around, if I ever made it to New York. I mean, I, I'd like I would to, go anywhere and do almost anything, but, uh, yeah. I, I like I like Skylines. That's always been my thing. I like looking at skylines. The problem I have, and Squid, get ready to mock me. This is one of your favorite mocking (laughs) mocking joys. I'm warming up the mock engine. Yep, of course. Everyone 
if you listen to the show enough, knows my fear of elevators. That kind of makes it hard to go up to observation decks. You can walk. Mm-hmm. Or you can be carried there by Apocalyptus Rex's giant ape. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. I can borrow Rex's ape. Yeah, okay. At, that, at that, that, that's, that's doable. At that point, we know it wasn't beauty killed the beast. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're very welcome. He's overrated. I wouldn't know. It's been it's been that kind of month. It's a different rant altogether. Oh. But on a scale of one to ten, I would actually give Everest a seven point five. That's pretty good. Yeah. What, in your opinion, is the thing that keeps it from uh, from achieving at least nine? Uh, the length. It it was it was slow. It could have been. I'm I'm sorry. It could have been done in ninety minutes. Fair enough. Uh, Fair that enough. is a they, common problem. So much. I mean, tighten up your editing. And I mean, well, here's the thing because. This film wasn't that long, really. I mean, it was 121 minutes. It was two mm-hmm. hours, one minute. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just could have been could have been shorter. Mm-hmm. But to, I to be in love with a two-hour runtime, everything has to be two hours something. And by the way, well, that's always been classic film film runtime. Ninety minutes was actually a, a huge innovation. It's like, oh, you can tell shorter stories. Yes, yes, I can. In fact, that's driven by TV and the fact that I got to work commercials in. And Rex said he might see the Sea Everest at the Ghettoplex, but not the the tightrope one. And by the that, way, that seems fair. They have announced a uh, runtime for Star Wars Episode Seven. And it will be coming in at two hours and four minutes. Okay. I, it's too I'm, early to actually say anything interesting about Star Wars at this point. Yeah. It's like, eh. I'm excited. I'm taking my son to it for his birthday because his birthday is December 14th. So we're taking mm. my son and one of his kids, one of his friends. We're going to go see it. I'm going to make them dress up like Jedi's. Because I'm that kind of mother. So <laughs> now, the interesting thing about it, and Squid, actually, you weren't on at the time to hear about this. Uh, of course, everyone's new favorite character from that movie, even though it hasn't come out yet, is BB-8. The uh, robot, the little ball. And in <sighs> Squid, during uh, the Force Friday weekend, I actually was sent and able to test one of the Spiro BB-8 toys. He attacked his mother's old dog with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the dog's not that old. It would be middle-aged. It's only nine, and it's a Pomeranian. And I was chasing him around the house. It has no teeth to defend itself with. He was providing it cardiovascular excitement. Oh, I see. It was an exercise plan. Tuffy doesn't have that problem. He's one of those dogs that still races around the backyard. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was jumping up the chair, growling at at little BB-8. BB-8 would beep back at him in the movie sounds, and I'd make him go back up a little bit. Tuffy'd get out of the chair, then I'd go forward, and he'd jump back in the chair. And 
This is something that you needed video of. I know, but it's kind of yeah, hard to do yeah, video yeah, when yeah. you're controlling it with your cell phone. <sighs> because that's how you controlled the thing. It was with an app on the cell phone, and I had no one else around. I'm, I'm sure Tuffy would have volunteered to take the video rather than be terrorized. <laughs> strap, strap a different camera to him. He wouldn't have wanted to chase you with it. We'll provide, we'll provide Logan with cardiovascular exercise. We'll that's right. We'll it. just uh, dub a little... <laughs> Little, a little uh, right over the top. It'll be fine. And I, I also found out, and Squid knows this person, Uber Geek, one of our our friends who comes on the show quite a bit from the 501st Legion. If you've seen my Facebook pictures, you've seen me with a picture of R2-D2 that he made, one of the life-size yes. studio uh, recreations. He is currently working on a fully functional BB-8. Okay. And he's hoping to get it done in time for for uh, episode seven. So that'd be Makes interesting sense. to see him getting that out there and running around with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm reminded by something. <clears throat> yes. Hyper, hyper micro review. Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, Notice yes, that yes, yes. I didn't I didn't show up late for the show because I was busy watching it. That's something that did not happen. How many episodes have you watched? All, all of them except tonight's. Yeah, I didn't see last week's or tonight's yet. <sighs> you, you haven't missed much. It's That's what I've heard. <sighs> Look, uh, it's a disappointing series. It's poorly written. It's poorly conceived. And frankly, I'm a little insulted that it has The Walking Dead related to it. Oh, what were they thinking? Well, and like, was- like Scottish Pearl has said on the air here, the pro- part of the problem is that while all this is supposed to be new to the characters, we know what's going on, how to stop the Absolutely zombies, correct. And Absolutely it's, yeah, it's correct. It's dull it's for us. hard to tell it. Well, it's, it's not so much dull for us. Dull is okay. But the problem is we know they're dangerous, deadly, murderous, definitely not the people they used to be and want to do nothing but kill you. So, so when all somebody we want says, to do is yell at them. Yeah, so when when someone says, no, no, don't kill it. It's, it, it's somebody. Maybe they can be cured. The audience already knows that person is a damn moron. It makes us angry. But, yes. But, but yet we still have people in The Walking Dead that try to convert them back. It, um, not since like the first season, the not second since season. First yeah. I, and it's like, well, the governor's the governor's governor was the last one that was trying to do that. I uh, I don't know about converting. He had him for a, a, a combat pit. That was pretty cool. I know Woodbury was daughter. awesome. Remember the doctor was doing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His daughter yeah, thing. But his daughter, he wanted to bring his daughter back. But, yeah. but then again, well, the, the governor was batshit crazy anyway. So. Well, mm. uh, uh, and also he uh, created the most stable, most uh, reasonable, and most high population community that we have seen in the show so far. So high five but, to the governor. But we're going to see the big one next. Alexandra? They, they, they cast uh, the Jesus oh, character. Jesus do, yeah. So we know that that community's coming, and that community is bigger. Yeah, well, do you know what happens in large communities in the post-apocalypse I, 
I'm just really excited for this next season. I can't wait to see the mega hurt because I started reading the comics. And so I'm, ah. up, I'm up to just past introduction, introduction of Megan. Gotcha. So I'm ready for this next season. What are they going to put in there from the comics? So. I, I don't know. There's a lot of material. There's a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. But we also have the reality that the TV series is very different from very the comics yes. thematically. Yes. So I'm good with it. Uh, the Walking Dead's next season, I'm excited for. Fear the Walking Dead? Look, when the oh. smartest person on the screen is the junkie who is in the throes of withdrawal, we have a problem with protagonist design. No, 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 no. We've already discussed that the smartest person on screen was the fat student with the knife. Yeah. Travis, the kid. Man, when he left, <laughs> I was like... wasn't it Tobias? Tobias. Tobias, Tobias that's yep. it. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, I wanted him to hang around. I wanted the story to be about him. What happened? He left. The only <laughs> problem was that he took a steak knife. He needed like a chef, he needed a stronger blade. Cause if you He'll figure that even, out. Yeah, he, needed, he was almost smart enough. <laughs> he, he will survive. He will survive oh, wait, his wait, first encounter and be Scottish, like, hey. Scottish Pearl, you have to understand why he took that steak knife. He wasn't going after the zombies. He was going after the steak. Got to have. Well, I mean, got to keep that body too. going. Yeah, he was a fat kid. Yeah, hey, look, he's ready for a little bit of deprivation. It's fine. He's down. Um, he's but, yeah. That's that's my argument for my little belly. I'm packing on for the zombie apocalypse when I won't be eating as much. That's right. Um, the guy whose barber shop they burst into and then proceeded to act like ungrateful assholes. Oh, that guy, come on. That guy is competent. He's cool. I'd watch him. Nah, that's not going to happen. So I'm just like all the people that we would normally empathize with in this in the context and framing of the story, mm-hmm. they are doing everything they can to undercut them. Yep. And it hurts badly as a viewer and there is just go like there is none no, of them have ever ahead. seen a zombie movie that, there are no zombie none of them movies ever seen zombie movies but that this might be a thought in their head i don't know i'm like there are no this. zombie movies in that setting that's, that's actually not. fairly like, explicit really that this is such a new concept yep that is one of the tropes of zombie literature in general that zombies as literature don't really seem to exist which you know when it's subverted we go yeah awesome somebody knows you know has read a book once so it it's just one of those things it's one of the the one thing sort of like hey in this story corpses get up and walk all right that's kind of the premise of the story so we kind of have to give it to you um, that 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 nobody's ever read a book, seen a movie, or zombie literature has never been a thing in the setting is one of but those it's tropes. Just so painful in this one. Yes, and and it's because not helped. of our knowledge of the other series. Oh oh, and it doesn't help that we have not met a likable person who has been yeah. connected to the protagonists yet. Oh, that Including, whole family can be slaughtered, and I wouldn't care. Oh God, no! I would be like thrilled. But all of L.A. could be slaughtered, and I wouldn't care. It would be a party. When comes that it's, bonfire? It's L- Alex, it's L.A. Who would care? I, I know. Right. I know. And, and it helps me to get through this. Because I said I would, I would watch at least you know the first half of the season of Fear of the Walking Dead. I may bull through the whole thing simply because at, at least it's not 
you know, <clears throat> Stargate. Um, but I, it, it just helps me to think, all right, I know the state of Atlanta three months after the outbreak of, of the zombie apocalypse. And I know Atlanta. I live here, right? So I see how, how Walking Dead has populated and how few people actually survived and how, you know, how the ones that have at least have developed some skills for surviving, by and large. I look at L.A. and fear the Walking Dead, and I'm like, nah, they're all you guys dead. are dead. You guys are so, all of you, dead, 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 dead ski. Can we just get to the part where you, we get to see you all get eaten? Because that would be an excellent episode. <sighs> yeah, except the the last episode sets up for this episode, which is basically, this is not a spoiler, because you've seen the trailers. Hey, the military is active, and they're, you know, putting people up. Here's the subversive text in Fear the Walking Dead. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but hey... Guess what? The authorities, the ones that you think are out of control and like all violence crazed and exerting way too much control, they are underestimating the threat. Mm-hmm. They are being gentle and kind to you to the point where it's probably not going to work out well. Yeah. And, and that as a message is really subversive. To the point, I don't think they understand that's the story they're actually telling. No. <laughs> I, don't I, think do. they, I don't think they get it. No. <laughs> what I want to see, I want to find out what's happening mm. to Obama during all this. Um, he's in the bunker, I'm sure. As soon as, yeah, uh, he's in the bunker. Yeah, as soon as they get wind of, of you know, there being a pandemic, he goes to the bunker and probably the vice president is is uh, in, in somewhere in Langley, in a different bunker. I, I could see Biden becoming a zombie. I mean, isn't he that way already? Almost. Who notice? Mm, who no one would notice? No. <laughs> no one would notice at all. It's it's Joe Biden. <laughs> I I can't even be pissed off at Joe Biden. Is he politically stupid? Absolutely. Does he not know how to actually be you know acceptable in public? No, he has no clue. That makes it impossible to be pissed off with him as anything. It's like, dude, you're just, he's like your drunk Uncle Biden. <laughs> yeah, it's just Uncle Biden. Yeah, yeah, just give him another PBR and he'll be fine. Well, with that, we're going to close tonight out. So let's ask Squid. Overall, I want to see how far he goes into the negative here. Uh, <laughs> what, what's your rating for the series so far? Fear the Walking Dead? Yep. Let me think about that for a minute, because I'm obviously still watching it, so I, it can't be Goose Egg. And I will say um, that Randall Thor says the one show on the air right now that he's excited about is Heroes Reborn. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm, I'm not. I, no. I lost my no. interest in Heroes during, like, the third season or so. A uh, couple of shows that I have tried watching... Uh, Blind Spot, the one with the lady who showed up in Times Square with all the tattoos, that actually right. was, a, was a pretty decent pilot. And I watched uh, Limitless based on the movie. And uh, I give that a 50-50. So. All right. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet, but I really want to. I mean, it's I hear mixed much, things about it. It could be cool. It could not be. Yeah. It's going to get boring real, real fast. 
Oh, damn it. Here's a drug. You're the smartest person in the room for, what is it, like an hour, two 12 hours, hours. Half a day? Yeah. 12 hours? Well, no. It's because, like, well, I'm not gonna it, for me, it's like, here's a drug. Now you're Alex for 12 hours. I'm really, I don't want to watch that. And I'm not going to say anything because uh, it involves part of the movie, and I don't want to do spoilers if you want to watch the show. Uh, the, no, the movie and the, the, the TV show clearly are related, but not necessarily quite the same universe. No, actually, same universe because uh, the Bradley, uh, Cooper. Bradley Cooper character is in the pilot, and he's going to be a real character. Bradley Cooper. He's, he's there, but man, I just... I, the way things work isn't the same, and that it, pretty it much takes, defines the universe. Right, right, pretty much. It takes place four years after the movie uh, because we are re-electing uh, Cooper's character for Senator. All the re-election posters are up, so... Yeah. Um, I think Fear the Walking Dead is going to have to come in under five, so I think I'm going to have to give it like a like a four right now. Oh. And it's only that high? It's only that high because we do get to see people kill zombies. I, I pretty much agree. Um, oh, and that too. In fact, my only character I really liked on the show really didn't do much tonight that I enjoyed, and that's the uh, the teenage daughter. I hate her so much. <sighs> God, she is so annoying. She had so much oh, potential God. in episode one. In episode one, I thought she was going to be the cool, smart one who's got kind of hip to the whole gets to the program. But yeah. no, they had to go out of their way to make her the most annoying thing on earth. Oh, well, tonight she becomes sheriff. In her mind. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not helping. I, I. Yeah. It, it, it's a little joke line in there, so when you see it, you'll know. You'll think back to what I yeah. said. So, uh, also, the, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Actor who is playing Whitey, Whitey Bulger in, in Depp. Black Man. Johnny Depp. Is it just me, or does the junkie son Nick really, really want to be Johnny Depp? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. He he, so he looks high. looks like him, acts like him, styles his hair like an early Depp. I'm like, yeah. good God. Don't I understand what you're going for, but come on. Uh, and and still, he's the smartest character in that group. I know. I don't know. Next is Tobias. So. Uh, Tobias is gone, man. Tobias is gone. I know. Well, did we ever see him die? Nope. He just he no. walked off screen, and that's the last we saw of him. Yeah, but so, but did, so did Merle. Like Merle walked off screen and came back three seasons later. Yeah, but that's Merle. I mean, I, unless they're going to do a spinoff, Tobias. Unless they're going to do a spinoff with Tobias in the in the Smart Pack, which I might watch. Um, as long as they're smart enough to go, the first thing we need to do is get the hell out of L.A. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I would what yeah. I would just get a kick out of seeing that Tobias is the young brother or baby cousin for Eugene. Uh, you know, I, actually, I would like to see Tobias show up in Walking Dead next season. Not this season, next season. It's like, no, man, I've been working my way cross country. Got my bros. We we rocking. That's cool. <laughs> we built like, this truck. Ripped and badass. I don't even need him to be ripped. You know oh, what's well, better? I do. If he's yeah. a little bit pudgy, because if you're a little bit pudgy in the zombie apocalypse, you've been doing real well. Been doing something right. <laughs> doing it good. He's like, oh, yeah, I got a little beer belly. That's how I rock. Mm-hmm. I've been eating. 
I bet you have. I'm not starving like you. <laughs> All right. Then he has to bust out the eye patch. <laughs> yep. Well, we are going to close out now. So, any final words, people? If you stopped watching Castle, you might want to start. Their first episode of this season really feels like a rejuvenated series. And I'm actually Ooh. excited for it. Hmm. Because I actually, I had it recorded. I still have it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. And I was wondering if I was going to take it off my DVR for this season. Give it a watch. You might change your mind. Okay. I I want to say that uh, thanks to somebody posting the link to... Uh, the Los Angeles Basin Safe Zones, thanks Apocalypticus Rex. Uh, I would tell you I'll meet you in Safe Zone Hotel, except, holy crap, has anyone that made this map ever seen how zones are labeled on a military map? They got the names right, but they're in no sensible order. What the hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> they're the military. What are you? No, no, the military is hardcore about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and it's like yeah, Alpha, no. Alpha, and up here left. I got that. That's cool. Where's Bravo? Bravo's way over there. I don't know. Fear the Walking Dead. I fear the crappy writers. That's what. Oh, I Oh, they fear. haven't listed as Beta, not even Bravo. That's. Oh, <laughs> well, that's so wrong. Yeah, that. Wrong yeah. alphabet. Wrong alphabet. R- really? That just sums up everything about the show. I think we'll accept it. We'll just leave it on the table. <laughs> so. All right. Well, next week, I believe we're probably going to be talking about the man on Mars, the Martian. And Heroes Reborn. Uh, Do we have to? Heroes Reborn. Look, guys, go um, get the early 80s run of X-Men. Read that. You'll have a better time, and it'll be better written. Oh, let let me throw out one last thing for you. Of course, we have heard quite a bit that this last Wolverine movie is Hugh Jackman's Final movie is Wolverine. He actually this week came out and said who he would love to see replace him. I don't know if you guys have heard that. He wants Tom Hardy to be Logan. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I'm willing. Quickly. I'm willing to see it. I'm willing to let it. uh, I want to see what it looks like. Uh, Get the man a character test. Let's see, you know, some personification, hear his voice in that character. Can he do the hair, which is the one thing Hugh Jackman can do that no one else can? I Sometimes. just love Hugh Jackman. I just hurt that he's not going to do it anymore. Half, half the films, he doesn't have the hair. The other half, he does. I need the hair. The hair makes the Wolverine. Forget the build. I mean, they've already screwed up the fact that he's supposed to be a little fire plug of a man. No, all right, fine. You're going to make him tall and broad? All right, super. Give me the hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, maybe we'll talk some heroes next week. And also in about two and a half, three weeks, we do have the season premiere of Flash and Arrow. Yay! No, it's not going to about Arrow. Arrow can, eh, whatever. But Flash, And Supernatural! And Supernatural. And and Supernatural. And it's all right around my birthday. Thank you, CW. (laughs) And they say you're welcome. So... (laughs) They, they've got a bucket full of pretty people ready to throw on the screen whenever your birthday rolls around. That's right. They love me. Yep, they're giving you a grant for your gift. <laughs> I'll take Steven. 
Okay. I'll take Arrow any Well, with... Stephen Arnell. Nice guy. Seriously. <laughs> nice guy. Not kidding. He's, he's a really cool dude. He's so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week, here is the lovely Megan to take us out. Thank you for joining us on The Media Outsiders. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on iTunes. Search for The Media Outsiders. Also, follow us on Twitter at Media Outsiders. Join us each Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central. The talk show ID is 81865. This is the lovely Megan, and we will see you next time. Standing by. Return to docking bay and power down. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.